Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. In today's special episode, we sat down with Casey Fleming, CEO of business warfare and counterintelligence company Black Ops Partners. He sheds light on a new report by the Institute for Security and Technology called Rewired, How Digital Technology Shaped Cognition and Democracy. How is this happening? Who's behind it? And what can be done? Here's more. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me. So I want to start with this new report out by the Institute for Security and Technology called Rewired, How Digital Technologies Shape Cognition and Democracy. So what does this mean about rewiring? Rewiring is actually rewiring the brain. And it's, uh, it's called psychological warfare. Uh, cognitive warfare is the new term, and it all falls underneath hybrid warfare. And that's really to control the minds and uh, the souls of the audience or the population. So it's basically rewiring the brain. And it's accelerated and exacerbated by social media. And how exactly is this rewiring done? You mentioned briefly social media, but what are some examples? Uh, there's subliminal things inside. Uh, well, number one, there's subliminal things like propaganda, uh, where, uh, for example, the Chinese Communist Party would say, uh, you know, uh, they're they're doing a great job with the world economy, they're doing a great job with COVID, and so on and so forth. And then they'd say that the U.S. is not. The U.S. is a bad company, country. They're in decline. China's on the rise. That type of propaganda is there. Um, you also see it through election interference. We're seeing uh, a lot of up, uh, upticking in election interference now and so on. So number one, the first side is, is uh, uh, propaganda and changing the narrative. And then secondly, as far as rewiring the brain, it's all done through neurotransmitters. It's done through dopamine. It's done through all that type of stuff. So where uh, you're reprogramming the brain, just like you, you see chickens being reprogrammed in the lab, um, mice being reprogrammed uh, for the center of uh, their, their brain centers of uh, dopamine and uh, dopamine hits inside of the brain. So that's what's really happening with social media. Uh, our, our companies, uh, our US uh, big tech are doing it all day, every day. Um, they'll give you several dopamine hits for likes and so on and so forth, and then they'll reset it by giving you several dislikes or uh, that type of thing. So it, it keeps you addicted to the app, and that's really that's that's just the beginning. There's just so much that can be done with the brain and with psychology when you're talking about technology. And so, Casey, with these U.S. companies doing this, what exactly is the goal? What are they trying to achieve? U.S. companies want you addicted to the app to keep you on the app as long as possible and keep you off of anybody else's apps, anybody else's competition apps. Uh, so that's what they want to do, keep you on those apps for advertising, uh, also tracking you, whatever else you may be searching for, uh, tracking your whereabouts, tracking your eye movements, uh, tracking your facial recognition and recording that, your retina and all that. The other issue, so that's big media and big tech. And uh, in my opinion, we need laws to regulate that because people's privacy is their privacy and it's, it should not be for sale ever. And if you want to make it for sale, then every year you should have to log in on that app in January and say, yes, you can have all my stuff for the next year. And then every year you have to opt in. That's my, that's my advice on that piece of it. 
but where it gets real that's so that's really very detrimental to to Americans and people in the free world because their privacy and their data and all of their their actions that they do on their phone are being tracked and it's being sold to other companies for marketing and other nation state countries and namely the Chinese Communist Party that are at war with the United States and they have been for many years um, and that's all coming out very very true today but the issue is is when those that's that's US apps think about uh, CCP or Chinese Communist Party apps like TikTok and the, clearly that app is in the wrong hands and I've made the comment uh, before that uh, TikTok is a weaponized espionage military app in the hands of our children and so what would some of these regulations look like or actually would it be turning more to small businesses how exactly would that play out honestly we need uh, Americans to realize that they're Americans uh, and whether they're left right or center that they're Americans and they need to vote for people in office that are going to fix this that's how we work that's how we operate we're a democracy and the way we change is through voting we need those people in state, federal, local government that are going to address this thing. It's called foreign influence under the umbrella of foreign influence. Uh, also, the big data piece of it is not necessarily foreign influence, although the data that they collect is being sold to nation states for foreign influence. Um, big tech needs to have laws. Big tech says, no, we'll regulate ourselves. We can do a better job. Well, they certainly haven't. And uh, again, we as Americans, cannot, should not allow that our data be collected and our privacy be violated uh, for other companies to, to uh, exploit that and to make, make money and keep us addicted on their platform. So the way that it would look again is, is voting people into office that are going to fix that and uphold human rights and individual rights on privacy. But then also this opt-in thing, every, every app that's tracking you, you must log in once a year, that app so it has to say, you know, you have to opt in for another year or opt out. And if you opt out, you know, you still can use their app or you may not want to use their app. So the point is we have to come down to our privacy was never for sale. Nobody ever explained it to us as Americans. And when we started using these, these smartphones with these apps and with this technology, nobody ever told us the dangers of, of the technology and it's tracking everything that we can possibly do, our, ourselves, our kids, everybody. And one other point, when you're coming home and your kid comes on the network and they've got a, a nefarious app on their phone or a regular app on their phone from big data, nefarious meaning TikTok, when they log into that network, they're giving TikTok and the Chinese Communist Party access to your network at home and access to your network in the coffee shop and so on. And so everything that you have going through that network on your phone and your computers uh, is now susceptible is actually being sent back to the Chinese Communist Party in in massive data collection. And maybe the artificial intelligence isn't there today, but it certainly will be there in the next year or two to be able to sift through all the data that, that, that they've been collecting on every American, every American company and so on. And Casey, it seems the argument is that when it comes to these big tech companies, they're private, so they're not they don't fall under these like, you know, government overreach rules. So given the case of TikTok, it also argues that it's not related to ByteDance. It's, you know, Chinese parent company and it's safe and all that. So how do you deal with this then? 
you have to understand that it's not safe. That's the party line that you're getting from these companies, whether they're American companies or whether, whether they're CCP companies. You, you don't believe what you're being told. I mean, you can't believe what you're being told. What I typically tell people is you must assume any technology from China is weaponized against you and the free world and your children's future. You have to understand uh, the Chinese Communist Party and their direction, their ideologies, and they're nothing like we have in the free world. They're completely opposite. On the weaponization part, earlier you mentioned the terms unrestricted hybrid warfare. How would you describe that? Uh, unrestricted hybrid warfare is the large umbrella at which everything is being operated on a global basis. Unrestricted means no rules, where the U.S. follows rules and where the uh, we're described as a nation of rules. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party and China say that uh, there are no rules. Those are your rules. We have our rules that we are putting forth to replace all of your rules. So that's unrestricted. Hybrid means uh, achieving military objectives through non-military means, military and political objectives from non-military means. And warfare is just warfare. So what we have to understand is Americans, uh, unrestricted hybrid warfare is focused on the uh, citizens, on the general population. It's not really focused on the governments and it's certainly not focused on the military. It's, and it mean, it, it's in play to weaken uh, the adversary, in our case, to weaken the United States and the free world. It's also meant to weaken our will to fight and uh, and to weaken our strength as a nation and what holds us together. And if uh, unrestricted hybrid warfare also pulls apart at everything that holds our, our society together, uh, police, uh, religion, uh, Christianity, uh, you know, our democracy, voting left and right, our, our trust in our voting systems, um, you know, uh, family, um, parenting, all those type of things that uh, are being basically pulled pulled apart. So when you hear all these things in the media uh, about critical race theory and uh, BLM and defund the police and choose your gender and uh, uh, religion is is bad and all these things, it's meant to pull us apart. I'm here to tell you that it's nowhere near as bad as it seems. Um, yes, we have we have issues. Every society does, uh, but social media and the way that it is uh, uh, turned against us through technology. Remember the multiplier effect on technology. So you can do a lot of damage with a little bit of effort on social media. In fact. Uh, we've done studies and there have been studies that 85% of social media is weaponized disinformation and only 15% is fact. But the problem is Americans will believe that weaponized disinformation, that 85% before they'll ever believe the fact, which is 15% of the, uh, the content on social media. So that's when you're talking about psychological warfare and cognitive warfare, and that is those are underneath hybrid warfare. That's what we're talking about. That was Casey Fleming, CEO of business warfare and counterintelligence company Black Ops Partners. And after a break, we hear more from him on what role social media plays in this unrestricted warfare, why schools and companies in each state are still buying gear from Chinese companies dubbed a security risk, and the ways to counter this threat. In just a minute, here on China in Focus.
Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. We continue our coverage with Casey Fleming, CEO of business warfare and counterintelligence company Black Ops Partners, on how unrestricted hybrid warfare is playing out in our country and what role social media apps have to play. And Casey, when it comes to social media, which seems to be the way many people get their news, how do they figure out what's true and what's disinformation? That's very difficult. Social media will make it look very real. It'll make news look extremely real. And it, they use artificial, our enemies, adversaries, use artificial intelligence to drill down and make it even more real. So it's very, very difficult. What you really need to do is find a news source that you can trust. And 90% uh, of mainstream media is owned by six corporations and they are infiltrated to some degree by the Chinese Communist Party. So you have to find a news source that you trust and a news source that you can go to. And uh, in, in, incidentally, uh, with this hybrid war, warfare thing, we actually have, uh, we're, we're one of the very few firms that connect the dots. Uh, and what we do, if you go to LinkedIn to our company page, you can click follow us and then you'll see all these articles that'll actually show you exactly what's going on. So the print media is alive and well that post these articles every day, uh, that we post those articles every day that actually give you the specifics and connecting the dots on hybrid warfare. There's a different report out from the Georgetown University Center for Security and Emerging Technology that found that actually many states and districts, basically all of them in America, still have institutions buying gear that's been designated by federal officials as a threat to national security. So we're talking like Huawei, ZTE, Hikvision, all of these different companies which are Chinese. So why is it that people are still buying from them? Is it just the money angle? What is at stake here? It is the money angle. They look at the money because all these state local governments are are on stiff budgets, strict budgets. So it is a money thing. And they look the other way when they say, you know, well, it's within budget and, you know, we're not going to listen to all this espionage, uh, hybrid warfare stuff that the federal government's talking about. So it is a budgeting thing. And there needs to be federal law saying that these are permanently banned and these and you know, you'll go to prison if you buy this stuff and that there needs to be federal law against that. In my opinion, if you know that it's part of a, a communist regime and it's been banned, in my opinion, that's treason. So treason follows, you know, the thing that follows treason is prison time. So, uh, or death in some cases. But anyway, um, we need federal laws around foreign influence and that's exactly what we're talking about. This falls under that umbrella of foreign influence. We can't buy land in China, why can they buy, buy land here? You know, we can't penetrate the Chinese internet, why can they penetrate our internet? Um, you know, we can't sell apps in China, they replace, you know, they have to have, and they replace the apps with propaganda apps and so on. For example, TikTok. TikTok in the United States is uh, is meant to weaken our children. It's meant to kill their, their critical reasoning capability and just to keep them uh, addicted like mice in a cage to, to food coming in with all these dopamine hits, um, all these, all these, um, uh, challenges that TikTok does to weaken our society doing all these different challenges, which actually kills a lot of kids in doing these challenges. 
but TikTok in uh, China is uh, is an education platform. It's a excellence platform. They never talk about TikTok challenges and do this to your parents and things to weaken our society and weaken our values and our respect for each other and so on. Uh, in China, it's about all about respect for the for the family, respect for uh, uh, elders. Uh, competitions in math, competitions in this, and going to university, and it's all about being a better Chinese citizen, and like like we used to be in the United States, you know, 10, 10 years ago before uh, social media hit, and social media has been weaponized against us. And the report also found that like a lot of this gear is found in our schools and prisons and all these areas, so what are some of the concerns and risks here? Well, understand again that that is, if it's any technology coming out of China, we must assume that it's weaponized against us. It's used for espionage. If it's in a business or in a personal piece of it, it's used to to uh, identify intellectual property and uh, create a vehicle to steal the intellectual property. So they can put that company out of business in the United States and take that company, that revenue stream over to China and build China with that revenue stream and then sell that product back to the United States uh, by wiping out that company and also wiping out our a, a portion of our economy. So the number one thing is espionage. Okay, so that's that I just talked about the intellectual property side of things. It's also espionage on uh, all of our personal data and information. They're, they track eye movement, they, eye movements, they track retinal scans, they track, you know, uh, face ID. These are all security things that are gonna be used in the future. Also to be used artificial intelligence. They can create um, with, you know, recording your face like like we're doing right now on this uh, on this uh, show, uh, re recording this and coming up two years from now with artificial intelligence saying that Casey Fleming says this and Casey Fleming says that it looks exactly like me. So you have to understand that uh, where technology is today and that there's a double-edged sword on technology. On one side, it makes our life really cool. On the other side, it carries a very very big dark side for people who don't want to use it for their their initial intent and their their intent for good. And Casey, it seems going forward the FCC is planning on banning all new sales from either Huawei or ZTE, and that's on national security grounds. But what about the older gear like 4G, for example, that is still across the country? That's difficult because that's been embedded for quite a while. There's technology that's been uh, uh, put in to support it. There's been a lot of coding and programming to support it as well. So there's heavy investments in that technology. Um, but there needs to be a, a plan, a phase out plan and say, hey, listen, the new stuff is banned, but even the old stuff, you've got three years to get rid of it or you've got two years to get rid of it. Um, and, uh, and provide a roadmap for, for people to come out of that technology, which is all, again, it's, it's, you have to understand, the Chinese Communist Party thinks completely opposite of American values and free world values and freedom and democracy. You have to understand that. And when you do, then you need to understand that if you have a Chinese piece of hardware or software in your home or your company or your federal office that that has to change i mean the other thing i you know 
I uh, used to be careful in saying this. It was highly accurate back in the day, but it's even more accurate today. You're at war. You are at war today. You're in World War III today. It's called hybrid warfare. We're not aware of it. We don't understand it. Uh, that's what this program does. This program breaks it apart, breaks it down for people to understand it. But hybrid warfare, you're in it. You've been in it. And it's peaking and it's maturing at this point. Eventually, it'll go to conventional warfare at some point, And we may be several years away from that. But understand that, that our enemy has declared us their enemy. And so therefore, they are our enemy and we are in a hybrid war and you need to understand that so when we go about it they want us to go about our daily business you know go to work you know get our our favorite coffee and watch our favorite football team on the weekend they want us to do that it's called death by a thousand cuts they don't want you to notice the first hundred cuts 200 300 and 400 cuts but they want you to notice the thousandth cuts because that's the one that'll end up killing you but you've accumulated all of these other cuts over the years, and they want you to stay about your ba your basic business and not realize what's happening below the surface. And that's that's called hybrid warfare, and it's based based on a stealth uh, stealth medium or a stealth stealth belief around this hundred this I'm sorry around this thousand cuts philosophy. And Casey, any last words you'd like to add? No, uh, I want the audience to understand that, uh, you know, awareness is number one, which that's what this program does. Education, keep yourself educated, find yourself a trusted news source, make sure your family, your friends, your network, everybody understands what hybrid warfare is and that it's, it's in their living room and in their schools today. And it's time to act uh, as every, every American. Begin with educating yourself and staying educated. Secondly, vote for people in office. Forget where they're left, right, center vote for people who are going to make this change and make these changes happen to protect America because we are laying bare wide open as far as vulnerability and we've got to tighten that up right now and uh, realize it's happening it's 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 happening as your for your children and grandchildren's future and it's time it's time for you to act and that's all I have Casey thank you so much for joining us great to have you on the show thank you for having me that was Casey Fleming, CEO of business warfare and counterintelligence company Black Ops Partners. Thanks for watching China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. See you soon.